Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Now, this guy to my left, we're not sure who he is. He seems to be coming back from the dead. He's very pale skin. He's got a nose that looks to be falling off. Weird. Is that Mike? Is Michael? Are you Michael Jackson? You look. He actually looks better as a corpse. You look. You look fatter. Wow. Michael, how's how's it going? Are you in heaven or are you in, are you in heaven or hell? Because I don't believe you touched those kids, so I think you're in heaven. Oh, he's in hell. Michael's in hell. Oh, Simone. God damn it. You're just forced to say that. They don't let him say any words. He could only say, ooh-hoo, and uh, shaman. Shaman. Okay. Well, Michael, Michael, please go back to hell. I think Satan needs his uh, annual blowjob. <laughs> with us as I always. Imagine, I just imagine Michael Jackson with a brain tumor. Yeah. <laughs> well, he seems to be handling it very shaman. well. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> Henry Zabrowski is sick, everyone, and I'm coming good. down with something as well. I think it's what you, I have, which is just you know. Well, Henry's very sick, which means I'll be mildly sick because uh, I have a strong, strong immune system mm-hmm. because I was a disgusting, disgusting child. It's and absolutely true. It means I won't be sick at all. There we go. Ah. Perfect. Marcus was the grossest. I um, was the second grossest. So we feel like we brought everybody to the psychological brink with the last episode. <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much for the comments on the uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah, congratulations was... to everyone who got a gold star. Gold star Indeed, congrats. Yeah. And we delivered. Got you that gold star. Hope yeah. you enjoy it. Make it your profile picture. You know yeah. what? As a matter of fact, that would be a wonderful, uh, that would be a great thank you to the program, to Marcus, Henry, and myself, if you did make that your profile picture. Also, that would be very nice. Also, we received that beautiful, I know you've been dedicating to yes. Kevin. What's his last name, Kevin? We just have Kevin from Chicago, who's, yeah. who's a bit laid up at the moment. Kevin from Chicago, your beautiful letter made me feel feelings, and that is difficult. <laughs> One would say impossible. How did it feel when you felt feelings for the first time you in know, how long? I imagine how a scarecrow would feel when a cold breeze blows his pants open. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I don't even... Sure. <laughs> all right. Sure. Well, yeah. today we... Uh, well, first of all, at the end of... Uh, or later on in today's episode, we have a great interview with Shane Morton, uh, yeah. who was the head of the special effects uh, for Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Today of course, we've decided to kind of devote this to more about horror movies. Yes. Because another thing that we found out that Marcus did, because Marcus, Marcus looked at a fucking calendar that we didn't do, so there are five Wednesdays <laughs> in what? October. What's up, October? What's up, October? <laughs> so uh, instead of brutalizing you one more time, 
time, what we're going to do is kind of talk about some movie wrecks, yeah. get this going, and then serve it up to Shane Morton, who is my satanic brother from Atlanta. Yes. Uh, everybody who is from Atlanta or from the Georgia area is touched by Satan's gracious magic. Yes, they are. Um, and incredible things come out of there. Yes, and Shane... Uh, Shane. 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 Shane, he runs the Atlanta Zombie Apocalypse and uh, and a whole bunch... The Montrosity Championship Wrestling. Montrosity. I like Strosity. Monstrosity. Strosity. Stros. My tongue's getting all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's just start with our first uh, movie, which is actually a documentary. And uh, if you haven't seen this yet, you have to see it because it takes place in the town where I went to university, Milwaukee. And, of course, it's called the Milwaukee. Jeff... Milwaukee. Which it... means the good earth. You know, when is that going to end, by the way? When is Alice Cooper... Alice Cooper completely redefined Milwaukee in the movie Wayne's World. Um, uh, of course, it's the Jeffrey Dahmer files, and uh, I love all the scenes. What I like about this movie is when he goes to get the fish, and it's yes. just all yeah. him just getting fish. <laughs> it's just a great scene of him getting fish, and yeah. it's wonderful. They interview the lead detective. I think we've spoken a little bit about this uh, previously. My friend Lacey is in a scene where he steals the mannequin, which I don't actually think is a true fact about Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't recall any mannequins actually being in his apartment. But uh, the audio that Marcus is about to play play for you guys is my favorite audio from any documentary of all time because. Because it's Jeffrey Dahmer's uh, neighbor realizing that at some point in her life, she ate a penis sandwich. Mmm. Mmm, that's my favorite kind. I probably have two, just because, I mean, that's just Chinese food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. But your rat dick. Mm-hmm. Well, rat dick is better than human. Oh, it's tough to say. Rat dick or human penis. What, what would you rather have? I don't know. Ask Mickey Mouse. Mm. See how he feels. Well, and he'd be he... like, <laughs> Really? Shimon. All right. I can't believe that. He's done something to someone else. I said, can't be. Can't be. And they keep bringing all these things on him. What are in these pots and mm. stuff? I remember asking him, and he had told me in a pot there are penises. <laughs> and then there are boxes with penises in them. And there are all these pictures of people. And Bodies. These are not living people. You got to believe I was surprised when I saw how many penises he had in that in that dresser drawer. So many penises, and then of course she goes and uh, recalls a time where she went over to Jeffrey's house and uh, and he fed her when she was hungry. He be doing all this kind of stuff right over here. Right in the midst where there are all these people that you got neighbors, you got senior citizens living downstairs from you. You have people like me who is befriending you, and you are over here cutting up human bodies, eating body parts. I have eaten a sandwich from you. I have probably eaten someone's body part. How dare you? Do this to me. All right, that's it. I mean, it. it's just more like, you know, is is this boar's head? That's what you got to ask yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. That's what I always ask before I take a sandwich. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's simple, but you just imagine that she loved the sandwich. Oh, you know, yeah. How sad would that be if she just loved the dick sandwich and then she's like, I'll never be able to have it again. I got to put some of that <laughs> you know? hot mustard on there. Yep. I mean, you can, you're only allowed to have a dick sandwich uh, once in your life, and that's when it served you unbeknownst to you by Jeffrey Dahmer. You can't just go to your local deli and get one. I just hate being hooked to something I can't get. It's like a cronut. 
Exactly. You imagine they find out it's just nothing but human testicles are all over cronuts. It'll be a nightmare. Um, so that's the that's a little clip from the Jeffrey Dahmer files. Check it out if you haven't. It's really really it's interesting. It's definitely great. It's a great doc. It is. Uh, and I mean, and again, you know, see the penises. You mm. see a whole pot of them. Just a mm. pot of penis. But you know what's They're interesting? You don't sit and see the inside the pot with the penises in it. You just have to look at all the pots that are coming out and use your imagination. Yes. Is it that one? Is it that one? I don't know. Oh, just, I hope that's Mama's ragu. It's all of it. But I always thought that the penises uh, that were in the pot were just like found on the stove, but they were all kept in his closet. Yeah. So I, it's very interesting. But, yeah, that's uh, where they that's where they belong. And yeah. to each to each thing its place. That's what my mom always <laughs> yep. used to say. He you was know? very organized with his penises. So uh, I guess we'll go with one of my choices. Yeah. Um, which is a what I love to do. All right. So I've tried to do the October movie challenge and try to watch a horror movie a day. Yes. And um, I am been dismayed to find that I think I may have seen all of the good horror movies. Yes. I think I may have seen them. So what I've decided is to go back and see a bunch of classics that I never got to see. Um, and this is one. It's called Madhouse. Um, it is with Vincent Price. And uh, the best part is there's a bunch of like, it, it has a guest star. There's a uh, Peter Cushing's in it. Okay. And Lon Chaney's in it. And what I love about this movie is that it really clearly defines... The character-making process. It's a little similar to Theater of Blood, if you mm. know that movie. Um, but Vincent Price is just, like, one of my favorites. And if you, if you spark a fucking thick nug stick and stick it in your lips mm -hmm. and choke it down, you will be very interested in whatever faces Vincent Price makes. <laughs> because he is the funniest actor Right on the face of the so planet. So before Harold and Kumar, it was it was Vincent Price. You watched him when you're super stoned. Narrast me. He's great. He's great. He's the evilest yeah. man on the face of the planet. Yeah, just watch him in the Last Man on Earth, the uh, the remake of or of I Am Legend. Yes, and because it, it's just him, he's like. 55, and he's just the most tired vampire hunter you'll ever oh, see. Oh, he's tired. He's just, oh, so yeah. just all, eh. It's just him in a robe and slippers kind of lightly skipping from one side of the house, kind of like back and forth, <laughs> going like, he's like, I think they're out there. I can't really do a Vincent Price. Right, right. I uh, think they're out there. Out there. Something. Um, so let's play the final <laughs> monologue as, uh, as, uh, his character is sitting with his dead beloved who has been murdered by someone who is basically he plays a very famous actor in this movie who uh, was playing a character called Dr. Death. Ooh. And so this is him. Basically, they've, they have framed him for crimes and now he's finally gone mad with grief. Oh, all right. Uh, so just imagine this at my house, the me saying this identical monologue. But every time you hear the word Dr. Death. It's Detective Popcorn. Right, right, right. Why did he take you again, Ellie? Was it because you were young? Because your eyes shone? And your lips smiled? God, I bet his tongue tastes amazing. Because you mm, maybe. Life. It wasn't me tonight, Ellie. All those years ago, it was Dr. Detective Death. Popcorn. Dr. Death. Who is Dr. Death? Detective Popcorn. Well, I will tell you. Herbert and I created him between us. No, we 
didn't create him, he was there. Hmm. We found him in ourselves. So so we looked into the depths of our souls. And he was there. He was already there. Mm, thank you for finding me. He will me. always be there. Who is Dr. Death? But I will tell you. Man is born to live. <laughs> he creates life. He we get this. Actually, life. I realize that this monologue then goes on for like another nine minutes. Right, right. But I think that's a good stopping uh, point. Man was there. Born to live. Indeed, he was. And he fights it. It was like it's like a long thing about this. It's like and he fights the urge to die, no matter how intoxicating it is. But we made Doctor Death, who loves the feeling of death. <laughs> I just want to know what happened in, Det- uh, in Detective Popcorn's life that led to such a uh, dreadful, lonely demise. A poor guy. I thought he was going to die with a series mm. of people all around him. I mean, Detective Popcorn. It's so sad when people leave behind my kernels and nobody finishes the bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, what happened, though? What went wrong? You were married. You had a couple of little popcorns. You people had a nice wife popcorn. People always if you have too much of that buttery goodness. It makes your tummy hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to do that to anybody. What about that beautiful caramel popcorn? Corn wife you had for a little while. What happened with her? She died. She died. <laughs> she died. <laughs> um, all right, that's Vincent Price. Man, just the greatest voice yeah. of I any actor him. of all time. God damn, yes. he's the best. Yeah. Um, all right, Marcus, what's your first choice? My first choice is uh, an old movie from 1972 called Raw Meat. Oh, yes. Raw Meat Meat was what it was released as uh, in the United States. Its original title was Deathline. It's going to play. I'm going to start off right now just letting you guys listen to the groovy fucking opening theme from Raw Meat. Goddamn, I love this movie so much. It's about a family of, well, not even a family. Uh, I will let one of the wonderful British men explain to you the exact premise of the movie. In about 57 seconds. This was, uh, now was this movie banned at some point? Yes, this was banned in uh, the UK. There were two scenes. There was one particularly gruesome scene with a shovel and another one with a broomstick and another one with a rat. Oh my. It's pretty, oh, it's shovel, a shovel, a broomstick, movie. and a rat. Yeah. yeah so um, he, this is also going to be known as what's the name of that autistic kid that's missing right now? Avante, uh, Avante Aquino. Yeah, it's the Avante Aquino film. Uh, <laughs> okay, for those that don't know the reference, there's a autistic child who's been missing in Williamsburg or around the Brooklyn area around Long Island City as well and uh, it's been a month long search for him now and I have never seen such a uh, proactive MTA when it comes to a missing child in my life. Every I think time he's he got a- diamonds in his belly. Something, I'm serious. He has some government secret. He's like Will Smith in, uh, in uh, what is that, the state movie. Enemy of the state. Enemy of the state. He yeah. knows something. Or like Johnny that- Mnemonic. That's yes. what he is. That's what he is. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. He's also, he's an autistic kid who doesn't speak. So you yeah. know, like some government agent just told him everything. It was like, ah, the secret's safe. Much like the Bush Bean family does with their dog. Yeah. And they're like, ah, well, Roscoe's not talking. But then he does. And then he does secretly. Yes. That's great. And here's uh, what, here is possibly what Avante is up to now. All right. Now, the old city in South London Company were tunneling down there in um, 1892 when a whole section of the roof collapsed, burying a number of men. Eight of them and four women. Women? Yes, they used to work alongside the men in those days. The men dug and the women uh, hauled the dirt up to the surface, just like in the coal mines. Get on with it, Richardson. (laughs) 
Well, interestingly enough, Cahoon, there was quite a scandal attached to it because the company involved went bankrupt and they couldn't afford to dig the bodies out. So they abandoned them and uh, abandoned the whole line. But there were some old tunnelers who believed that there were air pockets down there and that they could have survived for some time. But the company refused to listen. Well, how could they survive without food? Well, there's plenty of water and food. They eat the autistic. Imagine that each one died, <laughs> the others ate it. So yes, that's what yeah. it is. It's about a a bunch of workers who uh, were working on a line in London. It collapsed. Right. The uh, company couldn't afford to bail them out, so they just left them down there. And of course, years later, one of them comes back to the surface, and they keep snatching people out. And it stars one of the all-time great horror movie actors, Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance. Oh, he's the best. And I've made a short compilation of Donald Pleasance being extremely British in this movie. Yeah, that's great. Go on, Rogers. Tea! You've been using tea bags. Hop round there and see if he's a nutter. Twit. What? Naughty. Naughty boy. <laughs> oh my, that's perfect. Donald Pleasance. <laughs> Beautiful so, British uh, accent. So British. Yeah. Just makes me mad. So, ex- <laughs> yeah, so extremely British. And it's also one of those movies where it says, with Christopher Lee, meaning he's in it for five minutes. Yeah, and right. he just goes like, ah! <laughs> and then they wheel him out. That's great. This reminds me of the Chilean miners that were uh, yeah. underground for a couple of weeks there. Yeah, without all the chimichurris. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's the thing. At least the Chilean mine- miners had some delicious empanadas down in that fucking mine with them. Not like yes. fucking British with their blood-filled sausage and their fucking Disgusting. bog people food. Yeah, that's one of the worst food to eat while you're stuck underground. Ugh. Blood sausage. Just dry fucking biscuits. Yes. And just tea bags. Oh, and the uh, makeup in this movie is fucking great. It was done yeah. by Peter Frampton. Yeah. Not the do Peter Frampton. Like I do. No, the Peter no? Frampton who went on to win an Oscar for Braveheart. Wow, all right. The real Peter Frampton. Yeah, for yeah. For the soundtrack to Braveheart. Yeah, for right? the, the makeup guy did the do soundtrack to Braveheart. you feel like Braveheart? Yeah. <laughs> You'll feel like Braveheart? <laughs> I remember that song. song. Yeah. That is funny, huh? It is quite hilarious. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I suppose for uh, my next one, um, I have another documentary, but let's do let's do the short film first. (laughs) All right. This is a uh, this is from ABC's of Death, uh, which is a fun thing. It's playing on Netflix. It's just a bunch of different short vignettes. Uh, It goes through A through Z uh, and uh, basically every letter. I feel like Uh, this is probably one of my like the better ones. This is one of the better ones. It's hit or miss. It's hit or you miss. know, but the good ones I really enjoyed, and um, and T for toilets also great. T for toilets very good. Uh, this one is called F for fart, and uh, you'll hear why. And Henry, we were thinking perhaps you could try to uh, narrate because, of course, it's in Japanese subtitles. So if you uh, I'm more of a I'm a Hong Kong Henry Sabrowski. It's Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. It's China. I don't know what Japanese people say oh, unless it's I more see. like oh karate. That's it. That's it. Oh kimono. <laughs> That's what they're talking about. Oh sushi. <laughs> don't eat the sushi anymore, though. It's full of nuclear waste. What did you say? Yeah. Nuclear. 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 This is great. Is it nuclear? I don't know. Oh, you can tell it's Japanese because that girl's in a weird little student suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, why do they not make a house with four walls? Why do they only make a house with a front wall? I don't know. I guess they're sort of That's like just a big thing. Because you just saw it. You see, the problem is you can't see what I'm seeing when I'm right. narrating it. <laughs> girls Sensitive girls shouldn't wouldn't be so ashamed whenever they had to fart. Good morning. 
Huh? Oh, you hurt me fight! She's like, oh, you know I did. I caught it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> and then put it inside of my pants. Oh, thank you. I guess that's where you put farts, huh? One girl's making fun of the other for farting. Now there's four. Oh, they're singing the chorus. What I love about the Japanese is that they have um, so many activities. Oh, yeah. That they do. So many hobbies. <laughs> they're always busy. It's a beautiful sound. Oh. She can't control the sense of yearning in her breast. Yeah. Mm. Me neither. She's in love with her teacher, Miss Yumi, who she worships as God. This is fantastic. This is hot stuff. A lot of guys jacked off to this one. There's Absolutely, no doubt about yeah, it. Absolutely, yeah, especially because all the fart content. Yes. Yeah. Oh, an earthquake. Oh, no, it's like the earth farted. <laughs> oh, no, it's an angel. <laughs> Gas. Gas is coming. Ooh, they're holding hands now. What gas is coming? This is another thing you could blame on fracking. Ooh, Maybe that black gas is a fart from the ass of God. Interesting. <laughs> I like the way they, they explain uh, earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. I mean, that's an old folks. That's an old folk tale as it is. Yeah. Where's all the farting? There's gonna be some. I mean, God just farted. Yeah. I mean, well, technically. I thought there was. I seem to remember more farting than I'm well, hearing. Well, it's interesting when you just hear the audio, you don't hear as much farting. But they're going to get to the I farting. I mean, you'd think if you were just hearing the audio, you'd hear nothing but, but farting. Farts. Well, I know. When I watched the thing, I was like, there's a lot of farting in this. I mean, there's more farting than you usually see in a three minute clip. Wait, so she's zipping the back of her pants? Oh, she's taking her pants off. Yeah, this is where it gets hot. Yeah, yeah it gets really panties. hot. Get her a cake to fart on. Beautiful angel. This is just, oh, wow. you know, there's just some things that they just don't do in American film. Yeah. Yeah, this you is know? one of them. Like a girl pulling down her panties and then like, a woman oh, sniffing another, another woman's, woman's butt, like, if I recall. Oh, Miss, Miss Yumi, what a lovely behind, she says. Here I go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh. Wow, and it's a big yellow cloud. Rice in the fucking cross. It looks like when Ed farts. <laughs> and her head's on fire. Yep. Ed tells me to leave a room when he has to fart because of how bad his farts can get. Well, now they're in space. Yeah, they just kind of keep on farting all around. I mean, this is more of an experimental film. This yeah. is not like, this is <laughs> not no Forrest really. Gump. It's not you Forrest know? Gump. I mean, life is not like a box of farts. It's different. But I would say that overall, it's a very interesting little short. There's just yeah. like and not now a this lot is nothing of context. But, this is all the farts, though. We're missing all the farts. And then she's happy. What do you think happens when you oh, have and then she thing? sucks her into her butt? Yeah, and then she gets sucked into her butthole. Oh, oh yeah, and, and it's a big like embryo thing where she's inside the butt. And... You should yeah. probably look at it. Yeah, I guess it's a better thing to see. <laughs> I some yeah, this would be this would be uh, not the greatest for the audio medium. But ABCs of Death is a fun thing to look it's at. Fun. Yeah. It's a bit too long. Well, they got to go all the way to Z, you know. And some guys really take their time. You were just in a possible pre-one, right? Or can we not talk about it's it? It's not happening. I shot something. It's not happening. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter. Well, now they're making out in the girl's own butt, so that's something That's cool. good, yeah. I mean, I guess the farting thing is done. It's kind of like a Garcia Lorca poem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now she's farting again. Or possibly a Gabriel Garcia's 
Marquez novel. Yeah. Mm. I really thought there was more. F- I mean, there is a yeah, lot of magic Freudian, realism. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah, so she gets sucked into her womb there through her butt, and then they just make out in a uh, in little fart space. Absolutely. Which is kind of fun. <laughs> you know? You've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. Yeah, That's just, my problem, is that I've yeah. already seen that movie. You know, it's called right. What I Do Every Day. Mm. Right, right. Fart right. on a Japanese girl, oh, sucker yeah, up your I butt, suck make her out up with inside of myself. Yeah, and then I make out with her inside my own butt, mind frame. It's a good diet plan, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's ABCs of death, F for fart. I was going to show some, I wanted to play some of this, and then I realized it's just more just a girl, it's just a Japanese girl just going like, uh, oh, oh. Yeah, there's also the, the language oh. barrier, yeah. yeah. This is a movie called, um, this is a, from a series of films called the Guinea Pig Films. Oh, Which yes. is a brutal series of torture movies that are, um, they're not good. Yeah. Like, but it's fun to see. Yeah. Because you never get to see it. Because I used to think it was real. There was a bunch of people who straight up thought it was real. And what you have in this scene that I was going to show you guys or have you guys listen to was a scene in which a um, man terrorized a woman on a table with a chicken. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's hear. Sounds like a John yeah. Waters movie. He just goes and he gets a bag that's got a chicken in it. And that's... she's tied down. That's chicken. Ooh, he's dressed like a samurai. He is. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tied me down. And... He's waving the chicken at her. Waving she is the very scared her. of that chicken. I mean, she, I, it was flapping her wings like all over. Yeah. What did she say? Look, this is your fate. Oh, look, it's your fate. He's got a sickle up to the chicken's neck. <laughs> slowly bleeding that he's chicken out. He's just cutting the chicken. Ah, he's just cutting the chicken's head off. That's the problem is that they thought this was real. People yeah. thought this was a real snuff film. Charlie Clear. Sheen thought it was a real snuff film. He Charlie reported this to the FBI. Yeah, Charlie Sheen was on fucking a coffin's load of blow. <laughs> yeah, and then he sprayed the chicken's blood all over it and threw it down. I thought it was just kind of fun. There yeah, it is. It is, it is I mean, really I remember, fun. I mean, we could just play that Sarah Palin interview where she gave where the turkeys were all getting beheaded behind her. Do you remember that? Well, we had, there are some fun tidbits about yeah. the movie, though. Mm-hmm. There is a, a there was a serial killer uh, back in Japan. It's who, like he was called like the monster of children. It was like something. some crazy ooh, awful man. nickname. He was right? called. Uh, he was also known as the otaku murderer. Okay. The little girl murderer. The little girl murderer. And simply Dracula. Wow. Yeah. And did yeah. he involve oh, Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, did he involve chickens in his uh, in his crimes? No, 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 no. Okay. They only the the. Uh, connection they had uh, that he had to the movies was that he had all the movies in his movie collection. They right. call him the otaku murderer because he had over 5,000 movies and anime films in his library. Yeah. He was a I sick see. fuck. He took some. Uh, he took a couple of pages out of the Albert Fishham book. Yeah. Uh, is that he would kidnap little girls, uh, send the family's letters detailing what he had done to the children. Uh, one uh, parent, he sent a letter that just said, Erica, cold, cough. Throat, rest, death. You know, it's never good to go get. It's like bills, bills, bills. Letter from the dude who killed my daughter. Bills. Oh, a postcard from Malcolm when he went to Hawaii. His very first victim, though, that's the one that he fucked with the most. He let the body decompose in the forest behind his house first. Then he took the bones. He charred them up. Put them. Put the ashes in a box. Put some of the little girl's teeth in there. Photos of her clothing, and then put it. Wrote on a postcard. Mary cremated bones. Investigate. Prove. 
and send it on to the family. Cool. Oh, okay. well, you would also call the victims' families, call their houses, uh, and would wouldn't say anything on the phone. And he would let the phone ring for up to twenty minutes sometimes. Yeah, just going. Oh, oh no. Oh, you pick up phone. That's terrifying. Uh, that's what you get. Never pick up phone. <laughs> uh, you don't know number. Don't pick up phone. Eh? I think that's the guy who killed oh. our daughter, huh? Mm. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Oh no, 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 no. Investigate. Prove. Oh, court case. Yeah, it's definitely him. Throat. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Dominoes. Is this Dominoes? Dominoes pizza. Another wrong number. <laughs> Another wrong number. Oh, so sorry. That's fine. So sorry. I was meant to go with Dominoes. Hmm. <laughs> Wonder what you would get in your order if that's how you did it. Meat robbers. Meat robbers. <laughs> you want meat lovers? I can get you some. Do you want some child meat on that as well? Mm, cold throat. If it's get proof. You what? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm making minimum wage over you here. You wreck my gift? Eh? I send it to you. <laughs> mm, mm, I'm wasting minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I got a track phone. You're really fucking <laughs> me over here. Is that Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, it sounds oh, like yeah, it. Yeah, he's on. He's back from hell. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? Yeah. Boo! Wow. Yeah, that He's just almost... sounded like the Moonwalker video game. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Michael! That was a weird game. Yeah, it was. It's a strange game because it's a strange video for uh, Smooth Criminal and things as well, which I think the game is based off of where mm-hmm. he's uh, yeah. defending well, a, a bunch of kids from a monster. There's, when, a, there's a thriller level in your... The yep. plot of the game is to rescue children, mostly be- from trunks of cars. Michael yeah. Jackson was a real smooth criminal, He was, he? sort of, yeah. He made a video mm-hmm. game where he rescued children and brought them back to his mansion where yeah. they had lived and lived and had wonderful lives. Well, what really, well, when he rescued them, that's when the monkey Bubbles the monkey came with right. a, uh, a a light, and they would ride the broom light away. Yes, uh, yes, of course. That was brilliant. Wow, okay, that Marcus. That is really bad. That is bizarre, <laughs> yes. Um, Marcus, what's your next movie? Uh, my next movie is also a foreign language film. We really uh, did not choose wisely. No, I, I, I thought about this one. Okay. I thought about this one. My, the one that I chose was uh, Wreck. Uh, oh, okay. Love this movie. Yeah. Love this movie. Possibly my favorite found footage movie. Oh, by far one made. of the best. Besides, that, honestly, I mean, you know, I still love the first Paranormal Activity. Yeah, yeah. But this one is fucking great. It's a, a Spanish movie. It's a, about a TV presenter who follows a fire crew for a night, and uh, they remade it in the United States as Quarantine. Quarantine. It's okay. Yeah, it's a, it's okay. Quarantine. But was- this movie has fucking everything. It's, it's got you know your zombies. Yeah. It's of course got the occult angle, which the Catholics do. Like nobody's business. Oh, There's yeah. nothing better than an occult movie from a Catholic country. That's for us. Yeah, yeah. it's for us. Yeah. They seem to know what they're doing with it. It's very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It, it's and the great thing about this movie is that the sound itself is fucking fantastic. Uh, I just want to play like one one clip uh, from a movie where they're they're starting to freak out and uh, something unexpected falls from the top floor. <laughs> What are you saying? What are you saying? No idea what's happening. That is the sound of a body falling from three floors up. They do really good. Yeah, it sounds like a Looney Tune. uh, Anvil falling on Wile E. Coyote's head or something. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like this is uh, another clip from it where they're uh, they've found an old woman in zombification. Zombification. Stop. 
Está muerto. Señora, estése quieta. Señora. And they also do Scary Little Girl better than anyone has ever done Scary Little Girl. Again, same thing with Let the Right One In, where it's like, you don't need CGI. You don't nope. need no. it. You literally need to work and actually find a good little girl actress. Yeah. That helps immensely. Listen to this little girl scream. She has the best scream. La infección puede ser el perro y que se transmite a través de la saliva. Si eso es así... <laughs> Wonderful! I love I want, it so much. I, I want that as my ringtone. Oh, that would be perfect. Screaming? Yeah. Oh yeah, people love it. Mm-hmm. Marcus is <laughs> rock hard right now. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna uh, have the police. Not like there's 25 cops in front of the store right now. No man. For one screaming kid. I'm gonna find all the pedophiles who get off on that stuff. I'll go dick check, make sure no one's hard if somebody calls me. You see, that That's is a good where it technique. Gets weird. Where you're gonna play the sound of a screaming child and then dick check random men. Yes. To see <laughs> if they're hard or not. You know, honestly. Dick check. It wasn't that. It's check not, out your dick. Hey, it's buddy, not dick, that, dick check. Dick, dick check. check. <laughs> dick check. You're all soft here. We're all soft here. Got a hard one. We I've got been, a hard one. I've been sucking on this pedophile's dick for about five minutes now, and he hasn't got it hard once. So, all right, so he's a pedophile. So he's one of them, because obviously I'm a full-grown man. I'm a full-grown man, like and I can suck a dick like I'm the devil himself. That actually just got uh, uh, officially outlawed. That yes. was a technique that was done in the United States and across the uh, across the uh, world. Yeah, I they think would, we, They would it, try to uh, fluff people out. I think we even tra- talked about it on this yeah. podcast, where they would tie a sort of like weird... The meter, it's like a string around the head of a penis, and then they showed them pictures of like of like kids eating bananas and getting sprayed mm. with hoses yeah. and shit like that. That's officially outlawed, <laughs> though. Yeah. My boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation and modern did everybody come around being like where'd you get that piece you beautiful woman and I was like stop talking to my wife she's spoken for you can see it with the blue Nile bling she's got on her right now get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code last podcast at blue Nile.com that's $50 off with code last podcast at blue Nile.com blue Nile.com One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Um, all right. Well, yeah. I have I have one more. This is another documentary. It's on Netflix. It's streaming. Check it out if you've got a little bit of time. The camera work is mildly upsetting. The direction isn't the best. It's a uh, little heavily art directed. Well, he just zooms in on this fella, Mr. Otero's, uh, Otero's uh, forehead multiple times. And he's just a bad director. But uh, it's I Survived uh, BTK. And... Uh, it's interesting. My favorite part about it is the courtroom stuff where the Otero family, obviously that's the family that BTK killed, I believe, first. First, yeah. First, yeah. yeah. It's and the little uh, boy that got away. Started yes. off with a bang. Yes. And uh, so they got the courtroom situation. So I think we'll hear a little bit about- uh, He's like not all together now either. You know, like No, he ruined this well. family. Yeah. Every, and the funny thing is, I'm not the funny thing, but the thing is, these people are always just like, they're the like- super hilarious the, thing about it. This is right up there with the original Dumb and Dumber, as far as jokes. <laughs> uh, the uh, the uh, the family is testifying at his trial, and they're like, we survived. You didn't ruin us, but the entire family was ruined, I mean, and they ruined. barely yeah. survived. Yeah. So BTK yeah. definitely destroyed uh, their lives. But this is from the trial. Yeah, no one's going to Discovery Zone this weekend. No, no. They all actually kind of ended up on meth or in prison, or both. Although we have never met, you have seen my face before. It is the same face you murdered over 30 years ago, the face of my mother, Julio Terrell. Just recently, I realized that I could not remember my mother's voice. It was a painful discovery. But as I put my thoughts on paper, it comes to me. I am my mother's voice, and I know we've been heard. My name is Charlie Otero. I am not here to recant the personal loss I have felt for over 30 years, but to speak for all the members of my family, living and dead. Not only my siblings and I, but the entire families of the Oteros and the Burgoses suffered from the actions of one Dennis Rader. Dennis Rader did not ruin my life, though. He caused me to challenge my faith, change my future forever, and separated me from the rest of my loved ones for over 30 years. Yet I have never allowed his actions to send me to the dark side. I mean, he was in prison son's for a love for his yeah, mother would not allow Dennis Rader to tarnish her memory. The lessons I learned from my father and mother transcend the evil doings of Dennis Rader. Despite Dennis Rader's efforts to destroy my family, we survive, stronger and closer now more than ever. As far as I'm concerned, when it is all done, Dennis Rader has failed in his effort to kill the Oteros. Thank you. And now Dennis has a retort, and it's the most egotistical, insane thing. Joseph Otero was in the Air Force. I was in the Air Force. He was a husband. I was a husband. Julio Otero was a lot like my wife, a loving mother. Two people he killed. Raised kids. And she also worked at Coleman. Josephine. She would have been a lot like my daughter that age. Played with her Barbie dolls. She liked to write poetry. I like to write poetry. We know, bro. Yeah, the poetry. She liked to draw. I like to draw. Someone mentioned that she was like peace in a pot. And I think that probably comes to which Wichita Eagle Beacon. Sit down. Give it credit to them. Joseph Zero Two. He was just like me at one time. A boy and a dog. And again, that comes from the eagle. What a fucking dickhead! What a dickhead! Many, <clears throat> many memories. Oh, the dog. Excuse me. Oh, he's sad about it. Is he sad? Why is he even talking like this? Well, anyway, I had a lot of a lot of memories as a kid with my one of my pets. <laughs> All right, that's it. So basically, he just talks about how that could have like 
He tries to relate to He's the people like that he murdered and to the family that he destroyed in this super insane, like, I mean, how out of touch are you with how these people feel about you to uh, have He's that just, much of an ego to, uh, you know, try to uh, empathize and sympathize and try to put put yourself in their shoes after uh, what you did. It's yeah, ridiculous. he's like a Scrooge McDuck. He is. He is. There's no way <laughs> that he could ever understand the common man, you know. <laughs> Certainly not. So check out that. That's I Survived BTK. There's Another a, good one so, is uh, The Real Amityville is a great time. Oh, that's yeah, a great that's one, great. too. Yeah. 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 It's just another example of these people being era irrevocably just fucked up yeah, really by fucked these up. things. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and the, and the last thing I'll say, it's like uh, on Netflix right now, there's a movie called Mom and Dad, which was surprisingly, refreshingly disgusting, and I hope that you could watch it, enjoy that. Of all the garbage I watched this fucking month, oh, Terror Tract is garbage. Resolution is the, garbage. The Corridor, I had a great honor of watching garbage. that piece of shit. So much bullshit! And what was the one, Marcus, that I sort of Rites enjoyed? Of Spring. Rites God, of Spring. I didn't think awesome. it was. It's, I didn't think it was okay. that bad. I mean, I'm, I watched the Corridor first. Oh, okay. okay so the right. Rites of Spring is a goddamn Oscar nominee compared to the Corridor. <laughs> I mean, the monster was fine and and all that. They've also added a great movie on Netflix called Malevolence. 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 The best to say. Malevolence. Yes. Uh, Marcus, do you have a one last uh, yeah. movie movie recommendation? One last movie recommendation. Uh, it is the sequel to one of the best horror movies of all time time and it is i will say without a doubt the number one texas horror movie of all time uh, yes, of course. texas chainsaw massacre 2 Dose. starring dennis hopper my god it's so great here let's just get, go ahead and hear a little bit <laughs> yeah, from mr yeah, hopper yeah, right now that was 14 years ago sir way down in south texas now these are other kids this is just an accident just a couple of wild punks out raising hell Yep. One of those boys so wild sawed his own head off going 90 miles per hour. Huh? Whoa. Wild. <laughs> Hell. Hell's exactly what they raised. Yeah! Yeah! There it this is. is one of those movies that goes, it's one of those that just goes from, yeah, to fucking stop why! It's great. I yeah. haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in a long time. It is time. fucking great. Dennis Hopper plays the uncle of uh, Frank and Sally. Yes. Uh, so, who he's been searching for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family yeah. for 14 years. If you want to see a bumbling, lovesick Leatherface... It's got that. <laughs> I mean, oh, it, that's right. I forgot about that. If, if you want to see Otis in his Otis from House of a Thousand Corpses yeah. in his very first movie, he plays Chop Top. Uh, he has the uh, the famous line: "Get that bitch, Leatherface! Get that bitch!" <laughs> Dog will hunt. If you're a Primus fan, you know that one. <laughs> Dog will hunt. And it's uh, got him saying such lines as this: "Leatherface, you bitch!" Oh. Look what you did to my sonny Bono wig, dude. Oh, God damn, I can't believe it. <laughs> he sounds like Yosemite Sam. Uh, you got to believe Yeah, Leatherface it. falls in love. If you've ever wanted to hear what uh, Leatherface having sex is like. This is a girl who is, uh, she takes the tack that no one has ever taken against the slasher. Trying to fuck him. Trying huh? to fuck him. I thought there was a boom mic in my bedroom last night. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps saying, how good are you? How good are you? And it just whips him into a frenzy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Otis, not now. I know. I'm trying to get it. You. 
Really? He's probing her legs with the chainsaw this whole Are time. Are you really? Really? Good? God, I feel bad for Mora. You know what I mean? There's like certain people yeah. that just... It yeah. makes me th- this makes me think of. You know? Sounds like me eating Indian food last night. Yeah. This is the most. This is more disturbing than the 911 calls. And that's how he comes. And that's Leatherface blowing his load. There it is. All right. That's brilliant. Now, a lot of people, it's a very controversial move you've chosen here, going with the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It's it fun. Sort of, it's a good movie. It's a, it is, it super is a fun, fun movie. It's really fun. Tom Savini did the makeup for it, so the best, all the yeah. gore is fantastic. Dennis Hopper said it was the worst film he ever made. Ah, well, you know, he made a I mean, even his good films were not necessarily very good. He also <laughs> yeah. did Super Mario Brothers, so you can <laughs> That's the worst one, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get real here. Uh, let's get real here. Um, anyway, all right. So we're going to do an interview here. That's what that's what we got lined up. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of Tom Savini and special effects, this guy blows Tom Savini out of the water. Uh, his name is Shane Morton, and uh, he is the guy who did all these special effects for Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, and he covered Henry Zabrowski in a bunch of beautiful demonic goo. My sweet tits. Yeah. This is a great interview, and um, I guess, uh, yeah, let's just throw it to Shane now. All right. We're going to welcome Shane Morton to the show. Uh, Shane, thanks so much for being here. Uh, Shade, you've worked with some of the greats. You've worked with Rob Zombie, and of course, you've worked with Metallica, and then you've also worked with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, on, <laughs> yeah. On your pretty face, on your pretty face is going to hell. Shane, uh, tell us. Obviously, you're a special effects artist to the stars. What was it like buttering up Henry Zabrowski to make him look uh, as he actually is on the inside to make him look like a demon? Very intimately. Because it's not just painting him red, it's keeping him red and keeping every little bit of shading perfectly shaded. And, you know, the insides of his ears, the insides of his nostrils, everything, you know, and we're constantly touching him up and prodding him. And, you know, it's good that he likes us and that we like him because when you've got to be that close to somebody, you know, for sometimes, you know, 12, 16 hour days. Yeah, I don't know what lottery you lost to have to do that job, but it sounds like a living nightmare. What was your favorite body part of Henry to paint? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to probably go with nostrils. <laughs> really? Why, why is that? I'm going to go with nostrils. You know, there's, a, there's a little furry thing going on around there. you got to be careful of. It's a challenge. <laughs> we right. talked about like the challenge. We were talking about that for a while too, about how like a lot of special effects uh, guys like the, like they forget about details like that, the inside of the ears and up inside the nostrils, and like if you break that, if you don't color those parts, you're gonna see the end of the makeup. Yeah, you're gonna see it. Yeah, when that sucks. And, and that that shoot was so slap back, and you know we were trying to make perform miracles for very little money and very little. Um, you know, set up time and everything, so it was... 
Are you telling me? Are you telling me the Cartoon Network and Adult Swim didn't have you guys drinking champagne and sleeping on gold couches? I'm shocked to know a cable network. It's Adult Swim. Keep them tied up. That's the thing. Cartoon Network has the girlfriend with a nice job, and Adult Swim has the girlfriend with a rope for a belt, which is kind of exciting. So uh, how how long have you been doing special effects and makeup for? Well, since I was three years old, I've been doing this stuff. Ever since I saw King Kong, I was just totally obsessed with it. But professionally, I've been doing it for 25 years now. Do you have any, uh, is there any uh, moment in your life where you're like, this is officially the worst shoot I've ever done? I can't believe that I'm here. I'm living a nightmare. Um, I try not to get involved in stuff like that. That's and, it. You're, um, you're really good about that. That was what you were talking about. It's like whatever bullshit. It's really just about the process because it's right. like a lot of times we had a lot of awesome conversations just basically about like how things were going to look and how things were like the idea, the, the ideas behind stuff, like all the set bullshit right. is a waste of time. So what was, one of your, what was one of your favorite makeup special effects moments? For a pretty face? Or for just life in general? So when Henry came up to you, be like, someone ate all the brownies. You were like, oh, you'll get the brownies at some point. Don't worry about it, Henry. But it looked like, you know, it looked like real turds with nuts and corn chunks in it. Uh, I'll so straight. So bad. Poor Henry's in this alcohol-based makeup, so it won't move off of his face while he's submerged in this murky, yucky toilet water we had mixed up. And, um, <laughs> it was, I mean, it's fully submerged in this tub that we had, and, when you took a step back from the set, because everybody on there, like even like the lowest person, PA, was sneaking into this set to watch this shoot. It looked like some kind of torture porn from some weird gulag somewhere. <laughs> Henry, how did it feel? Uh, how did it yeah. feel having uh, Satan? Uh simulate shitting in your mouth well also, I've said it time and time again and that doing pretty face is my favorite thing I've ever done and it's like the the, the it's the it was the best but uh, what happened was I was suspended because you remember they, they covered me in green cloth green screen cloth and then mm. hovered me inside this tub that was filled with liquid and they fastened my legs up to a C-stand so that I would hover in the water Jesus and, and after they got done squeezing the shit on me which Shane did with fucking beautiful lumps. Because number yeah. one, this shit was delicious. Good it job, was, Shane. It was delicious. And then the second one was... and, and it's, But when I emerged from the water, people were so happy with how it went that everyone was like clapping and stuff and having like it was coming <laughs> up. But I had a severe mushroom flashback. 
coming out of it that I literally felt like I was going because I had a mushroom I had a, a, a moment on mushrooms when I was on stage at the creek here one time that like I had this like weird thing about performing in Valhalla that I was like performing in the hall of the dead in the hall yeah and when I came out of the water it felt like I was emerging from death yeah it's probably more like uh you know, surviving a near-death experience kind of thing. It's, it's like altered states. You had an, you had a William Hurt altered states moment, which was right. pretty sweet. Where you, you came out of the deprivation tank and you were changed for forever. Forever. <laughs> well, now Shane, you're working on a, you're working on a new movie, Dear God No. This is the movie that came out. Yeah. This came out two years ago, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, it came out two years ago. We just wrapped our new movie last night. Oh, nice. What's the name of that? Uh, at five a.m. Uh, Donnie and I have uh, done an Atlanta Zombie Apocalypse movie. Oh, nice. And, um, and for those uh, that don't the know, the... That, that we do here, we're, we're doing like the first like meta haunt, meta haunted house. Oh, that's a fucking the, great the idea. Show. Yeah, well, the script for the show, I'm, not, I'm really not allowed to talk about it because we've still got two weeks to run this thing. But um, the script was so good, we decided to pump it up and shoot a movie, and we called every favor. And as psychotic as my schedule is during October, like, I signed this contract with Six Flags where I do my monster wrestling on the weekends in a day. Then I run over, I put 100-plus zombies in makeup, and we run this crazy show at night. And then on the days off, we've been shooting this movie, and it looks amazing like it is so beautiful i mean it looks like bob and shot it because it all takes place in a haunted house nice and that's monstrosity and, um, championship wrestling is, that you run this is what he runs through six flags and then you also right. does the atlanta zombie apocalypse which i plugged on the last podcast facebook page yes which is one of the most incredible i mean i still haven't i'm going next week so it's yes. like it's one of the most incredible looking immersive horror experiences that you can have. And it was have said that if you're in Atlanta right now, you should check it out Definitely. because you got two weekends left, right? Yeah, I mean we had a guy flying from Tokyo, Japan the other day to see it. Like it's Japan and New Zealand, like people have come from all over the world to see this thing. Well, you probably so- he probably found out uh, about your work through that Satan shitting on Henry scene. He was like, I got to go meet that Shane guy. That poo-poo stuff was amazing. I wish that we could, that the world could have seen that shit scene. I think they're gonna. You know, we're talking about the DVD. Oh, the scene didn't make it to air. No, because that was the whole thing. No way. We did the Scorsese thing that we talked about where it's like you give them too much so then when they cut a bunch of stuff they think that's inappropriate, they then will take the most obvious thing and leave a bunch of other stuff. So, so the scene like, where you're getting urinated on, it was either that or Satan shitting on you and they're like, okay, we'll do the clean PP we'll version. Pee-pee, which oh, okay. is also dumb too because you had to make fake piss, but you couldn't make it yellow. No. Actually, we weren't allowed to make any color in the bathroom resemble any color that could come out of a human body. So what? Hard. Are we... Standards and practices hit us so hard on that bathroom set that we were only able to detail stuff with blue. They needed and to read everybody them, poops. Well, then we're not going to detail at all, and we're just going to have the only room in hell that spit, you know spotless clean is going to be the bathroom. The bathroom, which is ludicrous because Hell's bathroom should be covered with spider rancid shit. You would think so. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we were we were the, we were ready to make it look like uh, you know the the bathroom and train spotting or whatever. Right. But, uh, <laughs> That's they, hilarious. They said, no, you can only detail it with blue shades of blue. So we were like, well, what 
that's blue. Well, Shane, because Shane used to also roll up every day with a car full of body parts and like latex, like like a whole fucking like like all these skeletons in the back of his car, just so he could do whatever. I'm just so happy, Shane, that you got corporate to have to sit around a boardroom table and discuss the color of pee-pee and the, how much poo-poo yeah. can actually be in a scene. I'm just thrilled you got a bunch of suits to have to have bathroom talk uh, professionally. Yeah. Well, they do that a lot these days because they're able to like use these little tricky ways to get around. You, know, you can have a show that is so brutal and so nasty and limbs are getting hacked off and you can do the walking dead but you just don't use red blood you use black blood or you use blue bile it's so and ridiculous you can get away with this hard r door in a pg world right know? so weird. But, it's, but we when you go see the atlantic uh atlanta zombie apocalypse i mean that's real blood there that's that's uh that's that's your red blood that yeah. you're using well there's all you know there's all different kinds of blood there's pots you know, now you're talking my language. Yep. Um, how long? You know, sometimes it's blood. There's like ten different kinds of blood. You know, is this blood spurting from a wound? Is it like deep blood that's thick and more black? You what? know, we mix up so many different things. We use so many different bases. Is this blood used for this makeup? So we make it with horse lube, which is like <laughs> with what horse K-Y. lube? Oh K-Y. wow. Man, they must so think you're... Not, it's not KY. It's like a silicone... Uh, it's like wet. You know, like... Um, I would just... Lo- I would high-end sex loop. I would love to see your uh, shopping cart at Walmart. I would just love to see what yeah. it's full of. It must well, terrify everybody. Chris Brown order all this stuff. Like, I'm not gonna... Chris Brown has ordered so much lube on the internet that now he is, like, constantly bombarded by, like... Chris Brown developed to have Henry on him as cover the month and stuff. Chris Brown is one of the guys who developed all of the uh, the monster puppets for Pretty Face, and he also like he does a lot of work in the puppet community, like in general. And he's another fucking mad genius who just whips shit out of nowhere. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so uh, check out Dear God No and go to the Atlanta zombie apocalypse. But uh, before we get, before we uh, end the interview, we got to get into the Freemasons. I'd love to talk about stuff, like, because that was a part of what, what Shane brought to me when we were, the part of why we got so close is that we talked a lot about, like, alternative thought, and we talked a lot about Satanism, and we talked a lot about what we were bringing to what Pretty Face is. It's like, that's a part of what we felt was important, is that Pretty Face is kind of littered with real Satanic messages, and the, and the, uh, Shane actually has a huge history of that, and uh, like, in terms of, like, you know, because your grandfather was big time in the Masons, correct? Were you raised in sort of a uh, secular humanist household, or was it satanic or Catholic? No. no. Actually, it, it was satanic. Actually, my father had like a nervous breakdown in the in the 80s. We, we grew up pretty poor, and he, back in the mid-80s, there was like this born-again movement that mm-hmm. swept America, and he got caught up in it. My parents so did, I too. Ended up getting like dragged 
like churches and Pentecostal stuff and people drinking, dancing in the blood of the lamb and all this stuff. So I saw like, you know, all the weird angles of, you know, the, just the garbage dump of Christianity. Right. And, uh, I got that out of my system at a young age, you know, and thankfully, you know, so did he, but, um, would you describe yourself? I mean, so how would you how would you describe yourself now as like a secular humanist or as a Satanist or as a as a? Well, I just had this conversation with one of my seamstresses because it freaks her out some of the language that I use, and I told her don't don't be afraid. You're just you've just been told to be afraid of this stuff. There's no reason to be afraid of it. You know, now when I speak publicly a lot of the time, I'll say, yeah, I'm, I'm a secular humanist. You know, and I don't believe in, you know, God or whatever, but I would prefer to say that I'm a Satanist because that's really where it lies, you know? I think that people that say they're secular humanists are kind of taking a pussy way out because (laughs) you're losing all all that anti um, that you need if you're going to proclaim yourself as a secular humanist where you're, you know, you're anti-religion, you're anti God, you're anti-government, you're an anarchist, you know, and that really goes, it needs a, it needs a stronger word to back it up. Secular humanism doesn't have enough balls. No, right. it's so soft and dumb. Satanism, it freaks people out because they've been told that Satanism means kids that, you know, listen to heavy metal and sacrifice little bunny rabbits and stuff, you know, which is as far from Satanism as you can get. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely assume if you're a lady out there and you uh, hear some dude's a Satanist, I mean, you're going to blow that guy. I mean, that's a, that's a strong thing well, to Well, I mean, be. you went on that one date where you told a girl that you were a Satanist and she um, she never spoke with you again. That's right. That's right. But, she ran a store yeah, called well, Cute Attack. Get the wee amount, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why do you want to waste your time with people, too? You know, I'd rather, like, them know what side of the fence I'm on so I don't have to... Sugarcoat. Like, if they can't handle it, you know, like, we would get warnings all the time. Oh, there's, you know, because Henry and I, we would have some crazy-ass conversations <laughs> about, like, I mean, and sometimes we're just being silly, you know, because we've read, like, David Icke stuff, which right. I think is a lot of fun. I believe all of it, though. And, um, <laughs> yeah. to, to an extent, you know, but, uh, you know, we're in there talking about how Obama's a reptilian or whatever. Right. We're just having fun with it, but some people get like freaked out by this stuff like even people that worked with us I had to sit some people down because I'd end the, I'd end the day with a big hail Satan see you tomorrow right. and I had people in the art department like just hit the roof one day like stop it I'm going to church on Sunday I can't believe I'm working on this it's like but we were getting into a <laughs> mental you, state you bastard you know it was a mental thing. We actually, I, I didn't realize half the time there was, there, there was a huge art strain of the art department that were really religious, and right. we were just, that was the thing, is that that's how I knew it clicked immediately, because I'm pretty certain our first conversation was just like, you, you literally started spray painting me, and you're like, well, you know Obama's a reptilian, and I was like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's do this. Yeah. What's uh, what's one of the... Yeah, uh, it's so weird, and, and we would be like, you know, I would question these people, I'm like, you know what you are working on? You yeah. Know, because that's why I lobbied so hard for this thing and worked so hard to get it because, damn it, I was going to be the art designer for the first Satanic sitcom. You know, <laughs> Definitely. I was, and I told them that at the first meeting. I was like, 
you got to have a Satanist do this show. Right. Absolutely. I know that even Dave, the Dave Willis who created it was talking about afterwards where he found out I was like so wrapped up in this world as it is that he's just like, oh, perfect. Oh, good. So I don't have to start off by like de-freaking you out. I could just like immediately be evil. And I was like, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there was a lot of Christians working on this uh, makeup for your pretty face is going to hell. I'm not sure exactly how they, uh, how they um, uh, validated that with their religion. But uh, has there been anything that you've chosen not to do because, uh, because of your Satanism? I mean, how, how does Satanism pretty much affect, like, everything that you do? Yes, right. yeah, yeah. So if you Jeff Foxworthy asked you to do... Are going, the billboards are going up, you know, and it's like, uh, nah, I just, I'm, I'm very picky about projects that I take and stuff, and I, I tend to, like, take stuff that, or work on stuff that I've had a hand in, um, I don't know, formulating it, so that way it has more of my stamp on it. You know, I could make a lot more money if I just poured myself out to whatever project needed a monster. You know, I'm sure there's Kurt, uh, Kurt Cameron's probably making another yep. Doomsday epic with Satan <laughs> in it. He's probably got a bunch of money that he could throw at me to have the War of the Angels, but I I would rather blow my brains out than to work for that guy. Yeah, definitely. You know? Man, it's so great to talk to you, bud. Thank you so much for doing this with us, man. Yeah, man, thank you. Is there anything else you want to plug? No, no, not really. I mean, just, like, keep your eye out for, uh, you know, Professor Morte, and, you know, we've got all these projects we're pushing with, you know, my horror host character with the Monstrosity Championship Wrestling and my anthology film, Tales from Morningview Cemetery. The AZA movie is going to be beautiful. I mean, it looks like fucking Mario Bava lit the thing, and we are just so excited. Fuck so, yeah. yeah. And Pretty Face is, and we're still holding our fingers together. Pretty Face is going to come back. We're pretty yeah. certain that it's going to, but, you know, can't legally say we're, these things. We're, we're not allowed to talk about anything, but I just got through working with Chris Kelly on something awesome. I built a bunch of reptilian aliens. I don't know if I sent you a picture of that. You did, and they fucking rule. That's great. Um, but, like, everybody's got their fingers crossed for Pretty Face because it was such a, a truly, the word magical, you know, comes into play when you talk about how that show came together and how everybody fit just perfectly. And the results were so fucking awesome. Definitely. Well, I hope they pick it up, and I think they will. I think they will. I think yeah. that they will if they know what's good for them. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you so much, Shane. Hail Satan, man. Hey. Hail Satan, happy Halloween. Hail Satan, Woo! happy Halloween to you. Shane Morton, everybody. All right. Does, it does seem like Shane and Henry completely terrified everybody on that set. Oh, Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be in Atlanta. Yo, Atlanta sounds great. Yes. Like it's, Atlanta sounds like where that's where we should be. It's the horror capital of the country. It's amazing. We're missing it. The Atlanta zombie apocalypse. Get there for Halloween. I believe Hong Kong Henry Zabrowski is going to be there. I think I'm going to be there. Yes. And, uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's special movie episode. And next week, we're going to raise our dark lord and savior. We're doing the seance. the grave. Yep, we're going to do the seance. Do we have the, uh... Oh, and by the way, uh, it's the 27th, October 27th at 10 p.m. Previously uh, reported as the 26th, so change it in your calendars. It's Sunday the 27th 
10 p.m. Creek in the Cave, last podcast on the left life. Hell yeah. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. Hail Satan. All right. Hail Satan, everybody. Hail me. And hail yourselves. We'll be talking to you soon. Ooh. Shit, man. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod.